Just Curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai, and I'm Jason Connell. On the show today, I'm joined by Patreon superfan Adam Ulrich. Adam, pleasure to have you here. It's great to be here. Awesome. So you came on our radar because you became a Patreon of the show, which makes you a super fan. It just kind of goes hand in hand there because we don't have, you know, we have a lot of fans, but not many people cross that line. So you joined us October 14th, 2021 as a black belt, which is awesome. But you started as No Mercy and then you jumped up to black belt. So you're really eager. You're in the dojo. So Adam, how did that come about? What made you cross that line and support the show? And then we'll go back in time and learn more about you. But how does that happen? You know, I I think that it was, uh, you know, I I had, you know, when when Cobra Kai came to Netflix and I started watching the show, I'm a big fan of podcasts in general. So I consume a lot of a lot of different stuff that's out there. And a lot of times when I come across shows that I really enjoy, I know that it's a labor of love. And it's, you know, a lot of times, you know, these are you know, there's expenses that go into this, you know, so, you know, when, if I have the means to, to, to help support that, because, you know, I'm enjoying it and I want it to last. So that's really why I did it. I, you know, I did it so that this show, this, this extra content that I was getting to support this other show that I loved was something that I would do. So that, that's really the, what motivated me to, to, to do that. And then to say, Hey, you know, I, you know, if I want this to continue, I need to be able to support it. So, cause otherwise, you never know. Sometimes, you know, podcasts don't last all the time because, you know, it's, it can be expensive or, you know, other things happen. So, Wow, Adam, that is, uh, touches my heart and I'm sure Sal's as well. It's great to hear. We only wish every fan had that because you're right. People don't realize there is cost, not just time, but there's a lot of expenses. We're always getting new equipment. Yeah, you could just do it in your microphone and your, you know, without a headset and everything, you could make like the really cheap version of a podcast, but still we don't and it's costly. So, and it adds up and these things don't monetize maybe ever, or if they do, it could take a long time until you have that type of traction. So we love having all the Patreons we do. I must ask, do you support all the Cobra Kai podcasts that are out there? Cause there's quite a few. Uh, no, I mean, as far I mean, I, I listened to many, you are the first, you guys were the first one that I found. I don't know. I, I can't remember exactly how it came across okay. you guys, but, okay. uh, you are the first one that I had found. I, I do listen to a few of the other ones, but you guys are the only ones that I, that I have, you know, give money to. So, well, Hey, we love it, Adam. So what's it like being on the show now? I mean, you probably didn't know this was going to happen. Now you're a guest. Yeah, it's strange to me. You know, I, I didn't do it to, you know, I no interest in YouTube yeah. famous or TikTok famous, none of that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it's, it's strange to me, you know, to do that. So, but, you know, it's fun, you know, to it is. that you guys do do this, that you give you opportunity for your supporters to, you know, at least come in and say hi every once in a while. So. Yeah. Well, I know from being a fan of podcasts myself, I've never had the opportunity to be on a show. It was just something I thought of. And I thought, why not do that for the extra fan? Because we're all fans of the, a shared show and series in the franchise. So I think it's great. Now, I notice you can barely see it, but I believe that's a Cobra Kai shirt you've got on there. I do. I, oh, I do. I've yes. got a Cobra Kai one and I've got an Eagle Fang shirt too. So. Oh my, of course. You'll hold that up. Is it nearby? No, it's in another oh, room. So. Okay. Here, stand up for just a second. Let's get a good shot of that shirt there. Oh, there it is. Cobra Kai. 
Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Love it, Adam. Yeah. All right. So although let, now that Johnny's not in charge, yeah, I, don't I know, know. It's a whole other know. thing, right? That Terry Silver's running yeah. the show. So exactly. We want to know a little bit more about you, Adam. We we know you're a fan of the show. So where are you from? What do you do for a living besides consume great content? Tell us a little bit about Adam. Yeah, so I live in the Midwest. I live just outside of St. Louis in a town called O'Fallon, Missouri, so just west of the city. So, um, and I work at a university in the area, and I I work in it's it's not it's it's in the IT space. So we're helping. I'm I'm on a project to implement a new student information system at the university. So wow. um, And I've been in higher education my entire uh, career after college. So I stayed at the college that I got my degrees from. Uh, worked out of uh, a number of offices and then into the IT area. And then I moved from that university to another local university uh, just about a year ago. So, Wow, that's exciting. Well, I grew up actually in Tulsa, Oklahoma, not too far from St. Louis, made many treks up there, love that city. So not familiar with your town per se, but I've definitely made my drives through that area. It's beautiful country. That's really wonderful. So and we just go, let's go back in time. Is Is that where you grew up? Like, yeah, born I'm, I'm born born and raised out of St. Louis. So okay. um, in, in St. Louis, I w- yeah, I was born in St. Louis. I lived in St. Louis, went to school in St. Louis, wow. and then you know ultimately stayed here as an adult. Uh, married my wife and have a have a daughter and all of that stuff. So you're a big uh, Cardinals baseball fan or football fan? You lost your team a few years ago, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a sore spot. You know, I'm I'm glad Sal's not here to rub that one in on oh, me here, my but. Gosh. Um, you know, well, I mean, I guess in fairness, we stole the team from Los Angeles. No, you and, did. You, you know, did. And they got, went, and, and you won a title. Back, so. You won a title and you, you knocked on yeah. the door of another title. So you had a good run, the greatest show on turf. I watched you guys quite a bit. In fact, I even covered the Kurt Warner movie, American Underdog on Let's Talk Movies recently. So I'm a big football fan. So I, yeah, I always hate to see teams get moving and LA yeah, got two teams, you know, recently, which is yeah. weird, but. Yeah, and anybody that loses a team, I I feel for for totally. that. I mean, we lost we lost the football Cardinals, you know, in the '80s, yep. and that was very much the fault of the local uh, community. Yeah. Um, but then you know, and, and you know, it's just it's not great, and so uh, it's it sucks for for people that happens too. So, but for me, you know, yes, I, I support the local teams. You know, the the Cardinals and the Blues. You know, I'm fans sure. of both of those, but. Uh, I'm re- uh, I'm really more of a soccer fan. So nice. uh, the the sport that I really support is soccer more than anything else. So um, and so I'm really looking forward. We're getting an MLS team yep. to start next year. So yeah. really looking forward to having you know to that opportunity. The World Cup coming in 2026 in Kansas City. So uh, hoping that I can get to see some games there or or even at some of the other places around the country. So. I love that, Adam. You're speaking to me completely there, man. I'm a huge soccer fan. I still play on teams. We had an NASL team growing up, the Tulsa Roughnecks, supported it. I was a little kid, and then it goes away. And the MLS has been here for so long, it's hard to even imagine. And yeah, before I left LA, the LAFC showed up in town and kind of challenged the Galaxy. I'd go to games. So there's a team in Boston. So it's a lot of fun. I love that you're a soccer fan. So And the World Cup is coming across the country. I'm super stoked. But let's pivot to the Karate Kid comes out, 1984. Were you an instant fan, Adam, like many of us? Yeah, I, I it was, uh, I think I was uh, 13, 14 years old, somewhere around that time. So it was, uh, it came out like right before I started high school. Okay. And so, um, you know, I'm a, I'm an 80s kid, right? So 
you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, the, anything from the late 70s all through the 80s. So, you know, the Star Wars stuff, the Raiders of Lost Ark, Ghostbusters, and Karate Kid, of course. You know, Karate Kid was right up there at the very top. You know, yep. I fell in love with that movie, you know, from when it first came out. It's one of the only movies as a kid. I, I didn't get to go to very many movies uh, in the theater. One of the only movies I went back and saw multiple times. Yeah. Uh, back in 1984. I and mean, we just, you know, I, I didn't have a car, so, you know, I had to get somebody to take me. So, but I, that was one that, that there, and then I became a fan of, you know, the second one after okay. that one Crack comes out yeah. and like that one. And then the, ah, the third one starts going downhill. You know, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, in the moment, you know, I think, oh, that's, you know, really schlocky and not yeah. great and all that other stuff. And then, as I get to be older, I start to appreciate me too. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff, like all yeah. of the stuff that is like over the top. Yeah. Terrible. Like you're like, yeah, it's, is it good? No, it's not good. But by not being good, it becomes yeah. good. Yeah. You know, I so. know exactly what you mean. It's so true. I look at it now and I'm like, oh, wow, there is some real beauty in the Karate Kid Part 3. There's a lot of issues and those aren't changing. But it's funny how we're not too far in age, it seems like. So when I meet people much younger, and let's just take a different franchise, for instance, I meet younger people and they're like, oh, Back to the Future 2, greatest movie on earth. Because it came out right when they were the right age and they didn't really know the first Back to the Future like we probably did, which I think is an incredible movie and the script's like flawless, right? But two's fun. It's fun. It's got futuristic things. But to me, it's always the original. So it really is when you came into it. There's probably people in the world that are the right age when Karate Kid 3 came out and that was their first, you know, awareness of it. They're like, yeah, of course, it's all about Karate Kid Part 3. But no, if you're older and you've experienced the best one ever, it they're all just kind of going downhill. But I'm with you. Now I watch it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. It's, it is over the top. Terry Silver's cackle, you know, in the uh, saunas. It's like, this is so over the top. What were they thinking? But it's wonderful. So what do you think about the next Karate Kid, which is kind of like loosely connected, if you will, through Pat Morita? You know, I didn't, I did not watch that for a long, long time. <laughs> um, you know, so I kind of, after three, I kind of dropped off of it. And I, I, it's only been within recent years. Once Cobra Kai came out, I started rewatching the stuff yeah. again. And um, it's not great for me, you know, um, it seemed, uh, there's some things that are kind of uncomfortable, actually, you know, in uh, as far as like the uh, I have a daughter yep. and that made me, you know, some of that stuff makes me super uncomfortable of just the uh, yeah, totally just the fact that they went there on certain types of things. And I'm like, that's not OK. And, uh, you know, so. You're right about that. It, 1994, different time. We actually did an episode. We recorded it last night. It'll come out soon. But we were talking about breaking down, to some degree, the trailer for that movie, which is bizarre. Actually, the movie's better than the trailer. And there's those uncomfortable moments. And Sal and I were discussing, like, you just wouldn't see that now. And especially you having a daughter and you can really relate. They were tone deaf in some ways. And I just like seeing Miyagi one more time. And also, Hilary Swank turned out to be a fine actress. So that's like, they got a little magic there, but the rest is just, you yeah, know. The, we, I, the stuff with the with the training and the Miyagi stuff all was, was fine. It was yeah. the school stuff. And I didn't, I never got any understanding of like how that related. I just didn't fit for me. 
to yeah. the to the thing. So, but then you look at some of there's a couple of people that became famous actors oh, yeah. that are Walton Goggins is huge. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's just like I'm seeing him as a background character, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of crazy. So it, it is nuts. I wouldn't even be talking about it, but when I moved to Boston from Los Angeles, it's like, oh, well, that house is actually real close. And then as the series, and we're going to get into Cobra Kai, as the series continues to grow, and there's all this chatter, online chatter about maybe Julie Pierce coming over, then all of a sudden it becomes this new thing that we're rediscovering. Because otherwise, I had just kind of dismissed it. When we first started this podcast, it's like, let's just talk about the first three movies in the show and those that other thing and then the remake will never touch. But now it's kind of snuck in. And I recently had on two senseis, local senseis, Sensei Jim and Sensei Chris, who were like in the movie, like as a background actor. So now I feel more connected than ever to this kind of lemon in the franchise. So you said you discovered Cobra Kai on Netflix. So you didn't discover it on YouTube the first two seasons, you kind of came on when a lot of America and the world came on. But what was your reaction? Because mine was, oh, I don't know. I was apprehensive to give it a chance. But tell me about your experience. So I was actually super intrigued when I heard about the idea and when it okay. came out on, on YouTube, um, as YouTube Red or something like that, yeah. right? Wasn't that what it was? So I watched the first episode there but at, at the time, I just wasn't interested in adding a new service and, and subscribing <laughs> yeah. to it. And I, and, um, I love the first show and Ace um, Degenerate. Yeah. 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 I love that first show. And I was like thinking that this was more a comedy. And I, there are certainly big, big comedic parts of the show when, you know, that first episode. Um, but, you know, I kind of fell away from it and I didn't really think much about it. And then when it came to Netflix, I was like, oh, I remember wanting to watch this. Let me go ahead and I'll watch this on Netflix. And yeah. so, and then I was just blown away. You know, it's like when I started to see the interactions and the, <laughs> the juxtaposition yeah. that they, they originally start with about Daniel and Johnny switching places and, and that kind of stuff. That was super interesting to me to kind of flip things around from the other perspective and saying, yep. hey, you know, you know, when you see a movie, you're likely seeing it from the protagonist viewpoint of saying, you know, here's the hero, their journey from beginning, you know, their growth all the way through the end. But, you know, but what about the other side? You know, what happens to them? There is ramifications for it, you know, and, you know, like, like we get, like I've been taught many times, you know, everybody's the hero of their own story, right? So yeah. everybody thinks that, you know, whenever we're, we're going through life. And so what about that? And that's super, the, when, when I heard that, you know, that, William Zapka and all of them wanted to take that approach. I was like super intrigued because that's not a, a common thing to see no, no. both sides. And so that's what really drew me into the, the show originally. Yeah, that's really interesting that you watched the first episode and then sat it aside. And when I first put it on, I thought it was going to be tongue in cheek as well. I wasn't sure where they were going. But then I put it on, I made it five minutes in and I said, oh my gosh, I, I went nuts. I mowed through the first two seasons. And I had never seen anything like it. It had been on the shelf so long. And then here are the two, you know, stars of the movie, besides Pat Morita, of course, coming back, reprising their role. And the way it was just done so earnestly and the showrunners seemed to make all the right choices, like the choices that fans, real fans want to see happen. It's uncommon. It, it's not many things. Are, you're going to start seeing this replicated, though. I think Mighty Ducks has a show now like Game Changers. And, and not all of them are going to be this successful, of course. Everybody wants to be. But I love where they've taken it. And every 
season, it's like they keep raising the bar. Now, however, Adam, as you probably know from loving shows, there is a point where you can be watered down, much like Credit Kid 3 or the fourth one, and you can kind of go over the hill and the show starts to plummet. And I hope that this show knows when to bow out gracefully and go out on top. And maybe there's spinoffs, this, that, and the other, but what do you want to see happen with Cobra Kai as a whole? And the franchise, it's the Karate Kid franchise. You know, the thing that I love so far is, uh, you know, the obscure stuff, you know, and you guys have kind of gotten into it with some of your interviews, actually. Yeah. I want to see them bring in the obscure character. That, <laughs> totally. It, it, I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, like you guys talked about Freddie, you talked about uh, Badal, you know, those kinds of things. I want them to like acknowledge that they still exist in the universe oh, and yeah. that, you know, just even if it's just a chance meeting or whatever, they don't have to be a major part of it. You know, you know, I, I want to see Mike Barnes. Yes. That's I want a to must. see him come back and, and have him be just a terrible, awful, still a bad boy. You know, or, 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 or maybe, or maybe changed his all the way. The 180 like, degrees uh, would be yeah, interesting. Chosen. He's a good guy. And has a, and has a kid, you know, or something like that. Or, you know, and, or I want to see snake and Dennis from part three, you know, oh, yeah. and, Coming in, you know, I so I want to see I want to see that kind of like the just the obscure stuff that now when I go back and I rewatch, which I rewatch all the time now, it's you know, yeah, uh, you know, Netflix and these other services have really made rewatching things uh, a lot yeah. easier yeah. than it used yeah. to be. Yeah. You know, not that you can get the DVDs and the Blu-rays and all that stuff, but now it now I can actually go and I can plan. I can re say, all right, leading up into the next season, I'm going to rewatch through the movies and I'm going to go rewatch all the seasons and I'm going to yeah. be caught up and remember all of the, all the details. So that's what I want to see in the immediate, but then I do want to see them move on to the newer characters and try to do that kind of stuff. But I, you know, I mean, I, I trust that they're going to do the right thing because they've done so well so far. So I, I trust that they're going to know what I want before I even know what I want. Exactly. Kind of thing, so tell them what they want. As Steve Jobs would say. So do you? We're just you know speculating. Season five's coming out. Obviously, we know that. Season six. Do you see it going to season seven? Oh man. Um, you know, I always think maybe season six, and then yeah. I would say take a break. Yeah. Leave it I on agree some sort of yeah. thing. Leave it on, and then and then come back in five years and revisit the younger characters in a new stage of their life and have yeah. them somehow chance to get back together. Kind of like the way Johnny and, yeah. and although, um, Daniel got back together kind of thing. So although Adam, some of them are going to be big time. I have a feeling. So they may yeah, not yeah, want to yeah, revisit well, yeah. that right away, but I think you're right. They're even bringing in younger characters now, which is interesting. Kenny and some younger people. It's like, Oh yeah, they already kind of see the writing on the wall. Yeah. I don't want to see it hang around too long. It's like, Oh, how many times can we see Johnny and Daniel battle and they be best buddies. So I'm with you pausing it. You don't know what the future holds. I see spinoffs happening and I've been saying it for a long time, a Miyagi show, which is a spinoff loosely, but it's none of the characters. It's just the origin story. But there's a lot. Netflix, trust me, they're looking for something. They got to milk this cash cow. This is one of their biggest shows besides Stranger Things now got the new season kind of blew up. But Cobra Kai, I mean, they're right there neck and neck. So what do you see like in the moment, season five coming out of the gate? What are we looking for? Mike Barnes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be my big my big ask would be some some sort of thing with Mike Barnes. And I don't you know, I'm torn, you know, I'm like, you know, I I want him to come in and just be the real, 
you know, the bad boy of karate that he was in the, uh, and just be that, you know, that antagonist yeah. oh, to, yeah. to Daniel. And like, you know, because like the, the one line about the rivals that, you know, when he, when they says that to his wife and is this hilarious? Cause yeah. you know, yeah. he, you know, he's rivals. got all of these rivals <laughs> that he didn't, that he isn't shared with his wife. And, yeah. um, that would be, or, or just a total, like a 180 degree flip of something like that, flip it on its head and yeah. do something, you know, where he's, you know, um, I guess I've kind of gone some of that with the preacher side on uh, some of the Cobra Kai guys, yeah. but you know, He's something soccer coach for the high school or something. He's like, what is that? Mike Barnes. Yeah. I totally get you. He's just got to be there. I think it's a mainstay. I think Julie would be a nice touch, even in an alley character. Maybe I'd like to see more, but even if it was one or two episodes, you just have to do it. You have to appease the fans. I mean, this, they're fanboys themselves, the showrunners. So I assume then they probably geek out about the idea of even that one episode they brought Yukie in, the girl from the bell tower. You know, they did a lot of cool things back in that season. So I want to see more of that for sure. Chosen. I mean, Chosen is back in this season, and that is exciting. Because talk about, I don't think anyone's made a bigger turnaround than him from the franchise. I no, mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I, would, I would not have expected that. That was amazing the way that they pulled that off. So... And they tease us with Crease. You know, Sal's always falling, like, oh, yeah, Crease is okay. And then it's like, but now, do you have empathy for Crease? He's in jail. He kind of got, not kind of, he was screwed over by his buddy, Terry Silver. I'm anxious to see that storyline. I also think if there's anybody who's a caricature in the show, it's John Crease, and he could have his own series and he could take it a whole different direction. It could be a comedy. That character is amazing and it's going to be around for a long time, I think. But uh, so many things, Adam, so many things. And the good news is Cobra Kai is coming much sooner than it has the last two years. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's right around the corner now. Yeah, I was shocked whenever they said that that was when they were coming and they weren't waiting until like December. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, anything else you want to add? This has been so much fun, Adam, to have you on, a true fan and a fan of our show. We love your support, so that speaks volumes. But any lasting thoughts for our fans? I just want to thank you guys for the content you provide, you know, going in depth like there, it really supplements the show. It, I enjoy it. It's one of the first podcasts I listen to whenever it comes out. Those are, you guys do a great job on the interviews and on diving really deep into content. So I really do appreciate that. And it's part of the reason that I am a Patreon for you guys is, is because I, I do know the quality of the show that you guys put out really shows how much you really put into it. And I, I do appreciate that stuff. So that's, I just wanted to thank you guys for that. That's all I wanted to say. So. Adam, Sal's going to love hearing it. I'm touched. I, I, that was, I wasn't fishing for that. I, I, I thought you might say something about the brand Cobra Kai. So thank you. Cause I know you mean it. And obviously your actions speak volumes and uh, there's a lot more like you. And we hope every fan, even if they can't support us, you know, monetarily, they just listen and consume it and enjoy it and reach out to us and let us know. It means a lot. I, I'm telling you, because it does. There's lots of hours that go into it. And even when you get an email or a message from a fan and they love an episode, it's like, it just kind of keeps you going. That little bit of encouragement really helps. So I really, really appreciate that. So I'm going to do our outro. And stick around, because I want you to take Sal, who he stole it from, Crease, his famous line to end the episode. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. And please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast, as well as the Let's Talk Cobra Kai YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating 
on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcast, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Cobra Kai social media platform. If you're a dedicated listener or viewer of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com. Adam, take it away. No mercy. Well done, sir. Thank you so much.